Hey everybody and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman and today we're jumping into a brand new book which is uh, more of the same and so we're looking at the book of 2 Peter, uh, Peter's second letter. Now if you remember the first letter we walked through and there was this growing sense of suffering and persecution for Christians and when we get to Peter's second letter uh, the story has not changed much. There has not been this great reversal where they are no longer suffering and they're no longer dealing with difficulty. In fact, uh, it seems that the the difficulty has increased, that things are becoming harder, the persecution thermometer is being turned up. And so Peter's continually encouraging the believers to stand firm and to walk with the Lord and to trust in the Lord and to live in light of the, the coming glory regardless of the difficulties they face today. I mean, wow, what, what a message for us as believers to recognize that even when things get harder, we as believers, we're called to continue in the faith. Don't give up. Don't back down. Don't, uh, don't become discouraged. Rather, cling to the promises that, that the scripture bear testimony to. And so if we uh, jump into 2 Peter, and if we begin in verse 3 of chapter 1, Let's walk through, I'm going to look through verse 11 today, and there's just, there is so much encouragement here that I want us to walk through and consider together. And so let's, let's dive in. Here's how the text begins. It says, his divine power has granted us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. What is, what is Peter jumping into here? Here's what he says. He says, if you are a born-again believer in Christ, if you are a blood-blot believer, if you have trusted in Jesus and his death and resurrection, if this is who you are, then his divine power has granted you everything you need pertaining to life and godliness. Uh, short version, God has given you everything you need to live the life he's called you to live period, full stop. That's it. Everything you need. You lack nothing to accomplish what he's called you to do. You lack nothing to continue in the faith. You lack nothing to fight the good fight. You lack nothing to wage good warfare, spiritually speaking, with whatever you're experiencing. You lack nothing. It says, this is through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. This is through the knowledge of Christ, through his death and resurrection, through our trust in who he is in the very core of his identity and his finished work. Because we know him and we've trusted in him, this is how God has granted us everything we need. Verse four, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature. His promises. Life's hard. Cling to the promises. We're being persecuted. Cling to the promises. We're overwhelmed with anxiousness or with worry. Cling to the promises. This is how it works. It says, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire, we have been freed. Does this mean we don't have sinful desire? No, but we have an escape. We have an out. Verse five, for this very reason, here's the call. Make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue. Now, here's what's gonna happen. We're going to get a progressive list of spiritual growth. 
And this progressive list, it, it starts with this encouragement. It says, make every effort. This means that we should be all in, spiritually speaking. This means we should do everything that we possibly can to grow spiritually. Let's just, let's just talk about what this means. This means that we should be making every effort to daily open up the scriptures. This means we should make every effort to meet the Lord in prayer. This means we should make every effort to be in corporate worship every single week. Now, we shouldn't be like, oh, you know, I, I go to church if it's convenient, but rather I am there as much as possible because I know that this is, this is part of what God has given me so that I can grow and be strong in my faith. This means we make every effort to encourage brothers and sisters in Christ. We make every effort to grow when there's opportunity. We make every effort to share the faith when the door opens. We should be investing all of ourselves as much as we can into our spiritual growth. So it says, for this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue. This is godly living, right? Uh, virtue with knowledge knowing what's true, knowledge with self-control, acting accordingly uh, based on what's true, and self-control with steadfastness. This is not giving up. This is enduring and persevering. Steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. Now we can, we can define each of these, but just big picture, what are we talking about? We're talking about spiritual maturity, we're talking about Christ-like character. We're talking about the kind of life you live if you are striving to make every effort to grow in godliness. Verse 8, for if these qualities are yours and are increasing. Notice, it's not just a one and done. Oh, I'm godly. I've got some godliness in my life and so I'm done. No, maturity is actually always increasing. Maturity is not a, a plateau or a pinnacle. Rather, it's you're mature when you're continually growing. If they're increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to be effective in the ministry, if you want to be fruitful, if you want to make a difference in this world, listen, you make every effort to grow, to add to these areas, to do everything you can to give yourself to these spiritual growth you will not be ineffective. You, you will not be unfruitful. Verse nine, for whoever lacks these qualities, here's the negative example, is so nearsighted that he's blind, having, for, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. This is a picture of someone who is, it says so nearsighted. I, I take this to mean you're so self-focused. You're so unwilling to look around at the needs and the cares and the concerns of others. You're so unable to look at the big picture and how God is growing you even in difficulty that, that you've become blind and you've forgotten the most important truth that through Jesus and his death and resurrection, God has cleansed you from your former sins. Verse 10, therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm the calling, your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. You want to know how to keep from sin? Pursue godliness. You want to know how to keep from grievous error? Pursue godliness. Pursue living a godly life. Make every effort to give yourself to the life God's called you to. Verse 11. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
This is God's provision for you. He's providing this path for you to grow. He's already provided salvation. Now he's provided for this path for you to, to be fruitful, to grow, to mature, and to keep from falling. And this is the ancient way for the modern day. It, it is a life that is completely committed to the call that God has placed upon you. It's believing that in Christ Jesus, you have been given everything you need for life and godliness. This means there's no excuses. This means there's, there's no other way. It's I live for Christ because of Christ. So I, I challenge you today. What are the ways that you are not making every effort? What are the ways that you're kind of uh, mailing it in, saying, oh, yeah, you know, 50% is good enough. I, I kind of engage here. I kind of give some effort and some energy into my spiritual life. I kind of attend my church occasionally. I'm kind of one foot in and one foot out. What are those ways? I, I want to call you. I want to challenge you, brother or sister in the Lord, to let today be the day where you say, no more playing the game. I'm going to make every effort. Now, this is the ancient way for our modern day.